Katie Franken. I am the stone that the builder refused. I am the visual, the inspiration that made ladies see the blues. I'm the spark that makes your idea bright. The same spark that lights the dark so that you can know the left and your right. I am the ballad in your box, the bullet in the gun, the, in the gold, and let you know the project was the sun. The story that just begun, the promise of what's to come, and I will remain a soldier till the war is won. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, and welcome to In the Streets with L.A. Mike and T.J. Trey. He's L.A. Mike. I'm T.J. Trey. For the next hour or thereabouts, we plan to inform and entertain you on a variety of topics. Now, if you choose to, you have a virtual plethora of options as far as um, getting out to us. You can follow us on Twitter at In the Streets 86. You can follow me on Twitter at T.J.T.R.E. 2094. You can even find us on Facebook at In the Streets with Elliot Mike and TJ Trey, but that's not all. You can also <laughs> find your favorite episodes streaming on Spotify, also at In the Streets with Elliot Mike and TJ Trey. We are coming to you tonight via the, the Catch Me Out Zoomcast. Mike from the fabulous Staples Center in Los Angeles, myself, from <laughs> the world famous Baxter Building in New York. And in fact, if you listen real hard, you might hear Big Grim working out. He just stops. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> without any further ado, let me bring in my co-host, uh, my homie, the guy who made all of this possible. He might be a Lakers fan, but he's all right with me. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Mr. L.A. Mike. How are you doing tonight, Mike? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing tonight? I can't complain. Everything is everything, my brother. Everything is everything. Uh, right. Our topic tonight is bursting. <laughs> So uh, we want to go ahead and get started. The CPS is in the news, Chicago Public School uh, They have plans to make their restrooms more gender neutral. We'll get into that. Uh, big Hall of Fame news for the class of, that is big MLB Hall of Fame news, the class yes. of yes. We'll talk about at least a couple of the, the notables. The Chicago Bulls are as hot as a lit M80 on the 4th of July, while the Chicago <laughs> Bears are more like a wet wickless firecracker in December. Man. We'll, get into, Man. we'll get into the forcing of those <laughs> also. Um, Mike and I will also give you our top five NBA players of all time. Will any of the current players make the list? We have to wait and see. Uh, we're also going to have our 24-second shot clock as well as little-known Black History facts. But first, uh, Bear, uh, Mike, the Bears dropped another one Sunday to the high flag. <laughs> Uh, top, top seed, current top seed in the NFC, the Arizona Cardinals final 33-24. That score was not anywhere near indicative of the way that game went down. But let me give you some 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 numbers real quick. Mm-hmm. One, one of the teams had 14 first downs, the other had 26. One of the teams had ran 20 more plays than the other. Uh, one team was four for four on fourth down on fourth down conversions. Uh, one team outgained the other team the total yards by almost 100 yards. Mm-hmm. One team was penalized eight times for 63 yards, while the other were uh, six times for 45 yards. One team won the time of possession by 10 minutes. Mm. Now, with all this information at your disposal, <laughs> you might be inclined to think that this was a lopsided game. Yeah, yeah. The Bears were on the top side of every stat that I just read out. They even had yeah. 
fewer penalties than um, Arizona did. And yep. that just that did not. This is like the second game, the second consecutive game where that did not translate. You could throw those stats out of the window. What were your thoughts on that game, Sonny Mike? Man, you know, it's like that says it all right there. <laughs> you know, it's like you 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 want to be like Jesse Jackson and keep hope alive. It was just terrible, man. It was just terrible. I was just like, four interceptions. Four. Who are you throwing to? I mean, it wasn't like the pressure was on the Bears like it's been on fields. You know, mm-hmm. Don had time to set. You know, you're a veteran quarterback. You're reading the defense. You're, you know, you're, you're watching your men run the route. And you just say, hey, you know what? Let me throw the ball to him. Oh, snap. My bad. He plays for the other team. They talked about, you know, Nagy and his coaching staff being, let's just get rid of him now. Let's just go. I wouldn't even, I don't even want to see him even finish out the remainder of the season. I'd rather for an interim coach to come in, give that dude to win. Let him get the wins under his belt and just get Nagy up out of there. I mean, because it's just to the point every Sunday, you're holding your breath, waiting like, okay, 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 just to get let down. You know, it's like the girl waiting on her prom date who never shows up. You know, it's just sad, man. It's just a really sad situation. How so now you bears are just playing. Huh? Now you want Nagy to go now? Yeah, yeah. Now? When them going last year. <laughs> Thank you. <Right>. Hello? <laughs> right. Yeah, he, he's got to go. Weeks ago. I mean, yeah. really. Like, it's, I, I can't even watch him anymore. Like you said, trying yeah. to get those minutes back. I'm done. I'm already done. In, 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 in Dalton's defense, there were at least two of those picks that weren't really his fault. The one yeah. tight end kind of, I don't know, he almost showed it to the, to, to the defensive back. Yes. The other one was a gift. But that, that one, his most egregious pick, I guess, was the one where I guess he expected his running back to be at a certain spot. He face turns around. The defensive lineman, he's right there. He threw it right. You know, you can't just uh, – I mean, he's like, again, like you said, he's a veteran quarterback. I expect the dog. Yeah. Uh, well, another thing that kind of disgusted me about that game was the Cardinals scored 17 points off the Bears' turnovers. Yes. 17 yes. points. Now it's like – now one might say, well, you take back those 17 points the Bears – well, not necessarily because you got to figure that their play calling would have changed with the complexion yeah. of the game change. So they probably, uh, Murray only threw like 15 passes. He was 11 out of 15 for about 125 yards, two touchdowns, mm-hmm. little picks. So he had a, it's almost like when you're watching this game, you never felt like the Cardinals feared the Bears were going to win this game. Never, never, they never. They kind of on cruise control. It's like there, was, there wasn't really a sense of urgency. The only sense of urgency no. they may have had was to get out of this game without any more injuries. Right. I mean, this is that was first it. Game back. So it was, yep. it's, but again, and now they've got Green Bay coming up next week in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers came here oh. last night and told us, proclaimed to the whole stadium, I own you. I still own you. That's not going to be yeah. a good game. So, again, and now I'm hearing reports from W670 to score that uh, Pace may not be on his way out of here. There's some talk they're going to move him to a different position, mm. if not leave him as the team's GM. So while they acknowledge that Nagy may be on his way out the door, 
that for some reason or another, Pace seems to be getting another reprieve. It's like Jerry Reinsdorf and John Paxson all those years. They 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 they're in love with this cat and he just won't doesn't don't seem to want to let him go. Well, who does he have pictures of that he's blackmailing? That's what I want to know. Guy won't get out of here. That's what I want to know. It's got to be some pretty embarrassing. Ooh, excuse me, stuff. He's <laughs> he's got on film because he's like Teflon man. I mean, how? Yeah. But yeah. All right. Um. All right. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done too. Well, the Bulls are uh, uh, playing shorthanded last night. They put the smackdown still on the Denver Nuggets. Final. Yeah. Uh, 109 to 97. They were playing without Demar Derozan as well as Axe Caruso, replacing the lineup by uh, Derrick Jones and Io Dun. I'm trying to get his name right. The Sun Moon. Uh, yes. He actually played pretty well. Uh, uh, he did. Jones had, had like um, 12 points, nine rebounds. Uh, Io had 11 points, like six rebounds, and he had mm-hmm. a team high eight, eight assists. Yeah. So um, they didn't they didn't look too bad as far as overall playing. I mean, now honestly, the bench aside from these guys was not a major factor on either team. Denver yeah. only scored 10 points. The Bears, um, Bears, Bulls. <laughs> 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 the Bulls hit Vince only scored 14. Um, right. What was your impression of that game last night? You know what? Overall, because they were just coming off of a three-game winning streak. And with Denver, I'm not going to say I was kind of worried, you know, but there are times and moments when, you know, a team that comes in is not at their A game, comes by, pow, punches you in the mouth. You'd be like, wow, where did that come from? Right. So I was very proud that the Bulls held their poise. You know, they kept the game in check. They controlled the whole temple of the game. And I was like, okay, Bulls, okay, okay. And it was a good watch all the way through to the end, you know. And it just shows you that the Bulls can do it. And each time you look at them and who they're playing, they're getting better and better. You know, uh, I was reading the NBA uh, reports. These guys are the talk of the NBA. Yeah, you know, yeah. of course, yeah, you got your Golden State Warriors. They're talking about Kyrie Irving, if he's going to take the shot. But on an upbeat, positive note, people are saying, don't sleep on these Bulls. You better watch them. They are a better team than when Derrick Rose was there. You know, and the consistency mm. and how they're playing the game overall as a team. I'm like, yeah, you know, like we and you have discussed. I was like, ah, right now I put them at a four, you know, at a three. But when this is all said and done, the Bulls could probably be, you know, leading their division, going into home stretch and have home court advantage. And that would be amazing for them. And then overall, too, they haven't been playing bad on the road. So they're batting, you know, 500 at home as well as on the road. And that's unheard of for the Bulls, you know, in such a long time because either they they stunk on the road or they stunk at home or they stunk at both places. But the way they've been playing and the way they played last night, I was like, okay, I, I am very impressed with these new Bulls. I really am. Well, I was a little bit nervous at the start of the game because uh, Denver couldn't miss them behind the arc. They were hitting. Yeah. They were yeah. just going out there. And not only that, the Bulls were not rotating to the spots. I mean, they're yeah. just, they were there. It, it was free. It's like, should I shoot it? Should I shoot it? Okay. That's how much yeah. time. So they yeah. weren't really, so they did make an adjustment. And, you know, they were down by nine at the end of one. They were down by three at the half. And again, they outscored them 63 mm-hmm. to 48 in the second half. But pretty good um, performance overall. Um, I'm pleased yeah. with how this team looks right now. They've got a lot of energy on both, both sides of the court. Yeah. And yes. 
and their assists are just piling up, which means that mm-hmm. they really got the team basketball con- uh, team yeah. concept, yeah. which I like. So, but we're gonna shift gears real quick because uh, I know you sent me a message about um, Buck O'Neill. Yeah, and into the Hall of Fame. Uh, also, many Mendoza, both of them have passed away. You know, but yeah, still, they're gonna be going. They're gonna be a part of the class of 2022. Um, mm-hmm. played ball, baseball from 1949. His last year with the White Sox was 1980. Now he wasn't. Yeah. He had a couple of seasons in there where he wasn't playing, but still, right. That's, that's a long time to be playing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. At, at a decent level. I know. I had a conversation with what uh, one of my other buddies, and we was talking about. When are the baseball going to catch up to induct a lot of the black Negro players, you know, and once again, you know, Buck O'Neill passed away in 2006, you know, I mean, I would love to listen to this guy when he would commentate and talk about games. It made you, I'm going to say it made me feel like I was a six year old kid sitting in front of the radio listening to him talk the way he described the game it was like wow this game is really exciting you know his enthusiasticness and it's just so sad that we didn't give him his flowers when he was here yeah. now maybe i guess some of his family members or whatever and they'll get up there so well you know he's going to be honored and privileged i'd rather for him to have been able to speak his own speech and really tell the story because that was probably one of the times if he would have got inducted before then. And I've watched quite a few of the inductees. But that one there, oh, man, I'd have, that would have been a saver. Because when this dude talked about baseball and in the Negro League, yeah. oh, my God, man. It was like opening up a Christmas gift on Christmas Day and the excitement and how he described about Josh Gibson and Satchel Page and Cool Papa Bear, all these guys who played this game, man, with-energy and enthusiasticness, it was just like, man, that that's probably the time I wish I can go get in the time machine and go back and watch these guys play. That right there, man, would truly been an honor and you know to see him play. And I'm glad that you know finally he's got inducted. I just hate that you know he wasn't there to give his own speech. Yeah, it, that would have been something that was well deserved. And just, it just yeah. sometimes that has happened. You know, he had uh, people, yeah. Ron Santo was inducted after he passed. Yeah, it yeah. happens sometimes. Yeah. But you know, I guess probably more a lot more often with us than not. But anyway, yeah. well, uh, this is again, this is in the streets with LA Mike and TJ Trade catching y'all Zoom cast. It's uh, about quite a few members of our caucus with us here tonight, and we want to shift gears a little bit because the CPS, as I noted at the opening, are there in the news. Again, Chicago Public Schools, um, they want to have their restrooms uh, more gender neutral. I want to play a clip that I saw how, how I found on Fox News earlier, and uh, we can get into it on the other side. Hopefully, it's the right clip. Okay, that's not going to twist work. them. You got to twist them knobs a little bit. You I don't know what I'm going to see there. There you go. There you go. Anyway, they, um, their plans are to make their, um, their restrooms more uh, gender neutral. Um, we got to have a guest on, on here with us tonight. Uh, Miss Christina King has uh, graced us with her presence once again. Christina, how are you doing tonight? I am doing well. How are you, Michael? Hey, Thomas, how are you? Constance, John, Diana, Rhonda, how are you? So I know you didn't have an opportunity to play the clip, but uh, Chicago uh, CPS is actually late when it comes to uh neutralizing or creating gender neutral bathrooms. Um, This is something that 
uh, working for a private sector and, and a charter school, basically, that's something that they started some years ago. Why? Because students are, they just want to make sure students are feeling comfortable in the skin that they're in and also whichever gender they identify with. Um, you know, your GSA, your Gay Student Alliances to your L, um, LGBTQ um, groups and everything that happens in high school. Now we have to remember everybody on this call was in high school in the 80s, right? And right. if you are not, and if you're not walking around a building, on, uh, you know, or in the field of education, it looks completely different today. Right. And I think we have to come with the times, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're trying to pack our old norm into our new norm. And again, the kids and the young people are who they are. And I had many uh, males and some females would, did not feel comfortable going into female and or all male bathrooms. A comment is just allow them to be who they are mm -hmm. and allow them to go to the restrooms as they see fit. Mm -hmm. So. Um, you have more students that are uh, gender um, fluidity or gender, um, they don't want to be identified. So they will call themselves uh, they or um, them or Ooh. it's different. Um, and, the, and the crazy thing, it's not crazy, but it's the norm, right? Well, mm -hmm. for us in education, when girls change their names, I had multiple uh, female students that would change their names to male names, uh, mm -hmm. males change their name to female names. And guess what? You have to call them by that name legally. And guess oh. what? You do not report that to their parents. Mm. So, so if they make a name change or if they want to be called a pronoun other than <laughs> who they, you have to respect that and you have to call them that. So, wow. Yeah. wow. Now, what would you say is the, what age level or what grade level is, is head to starting? Is it like, are, you, are we talking grade school or is it just high school and above or what, what, what's the level here? Well, I can't speak to what like other states are doing, but it, it is becoming younger and younger. So now in certain states, and I can't speak of Illinois, but they are going as uh, low as middle school. High school is really common and I'm, you know, coming from high school, but now they're bringing it down. Why? Because preteens and, and teens at 13, that mark, they are beginning to um, come out and they are very comfortable. Mm. And they're beginning to identify with whatever they choose to. So, yes, they bring it down. I had brought it to Thomas' attention because I was listening to it on the radio station. And they had a couple of parents call in and they was like, OK, we understand that's the choice of the child. You know, and a lot of parents are getting a lot of feedback or blowback because they're saying, now, when my child goes in the bathroom, they're learning something that we're not teaching at our home. And now you come to school and you say, well, like you said, you got um, the LB, LGQ community and they've put their labels or signs up on the bathroom and a kid goes home and say, well, hey, my, I was going to go in the bathroom, but they told me I couldn't go in there. Why is it? And now a parent says, I don't feel like I should have to explain that part of life. Their job is to go to school and get educated and not learn about, you know, homosexuality and stuff like that, you know. Um, and it was a lot of parents that was like, you know, this is just something that is being force fed into the community for us to accept. 
you know, and I brought it to Thomas attention like, wow, this is crazy. Like you stated, high school has truly, truly changed from when we were last in there because you just said girls and boys, that's it, you know. And then uh, another parent brought up a point where it's, what if my child got to go to the bathroom and they decide, hey, well, I'm gonna jump in the transgender bathroom just to go use the bathroom and they come out and his friends was like, hey man, what you doing in that bathroom? You know what that bathroom's for? You know, because kids can be so cruel, you know? And now he like, man, I just had to go to the bathroom. Sure you did. This world now, like I said, is just forcing us to eat something that is not supposed to be on everybody's plate. Well, how, how is that set up, Christina? Is it, is it still, so it's not gonna say boys and girls. It's, I mean, how, how is it set up? He's talking about a, a gender, um, whatever bathroom, if, if, if a straight male goes into a gender fluid restroom, how, how is this set up? Is it just use whichever one's available? I mean. Correct. You use what whichever one is available. They, um, it's not where you would have urinals like you used to, you know, it's just a regular toilet. Wow. And you use it, you <laughs> use it how it see fits, right? Um, wow. Yeah, it, it's coming down to that. And so, for example, where I was, we had a, all male, um, we had an all male, all female, because again, this was before the change was coming. So we would have mm -hmm. an all male, all female, but then we had that neutral bathroom and mm -hmm. the students chose that neutral bathroom and not saying they're going to dismantle um, gender-based bathrooms, but you best believe that it's going to be a bathroom that will uh, be a non-gender bathroom in the building. And we had a non-gender bathroom on every floor in the building. Mm -hmm. And so Mike, like you said, it's you, you know, parents are saying, well, why should I, you know, I have to teach my child this or we don't talk about this in the home. Right. I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. I'm not talking okay. about nobody's mama. Or right. But that parent, right? Because mm -hmm. here's why. You cannot hide you cannot hide what's going on in the world you cannot, from your child. You and guess what? Parents need to be more realistic. I'd rather talk to my son or daughter or my child than let them find out the hard way in the streets yeah. or what else. Yeah. Um, and I got that from my own mama. You need to be transparent, not saying that you are condoning it, not saying mm -hmm. you're practicing it, but at the mm -hmm. same time, parents need to be straight up because when in, in 88 and when we were in school in, in 85 and 84, there were no cell phones. No. You thought you were on and cracking when you had a beeper back in the late 80s or right. 90s. Right. There, there was no social media, right? right? So we learned about, we knew who, um, which students were gay and lesbian students. But mm -hmm. again, you have to think back 30 plus years ago, we didn't promote it, right? We'd be like, no. oh, she liked girls. Or, oh, he liked boys. Right. It is it is completely different now where mm. your gay and lesbian students are holding hands in the hall. They may kiss each other before they go to class and you have to tell mm. them, hey, no, no PDA, you know, no public display of affection. You know, and right. you, you have they sit together, you know, on each other's lap. You gotta break all that up. And so mm. All I'm saying is if a parent says, well, I don't teach my child this, I don't do these things, well, you need to walk through a regular high school today right, and you go, right. get a, you go get a full lesson. Take out wow. your pen and your paper because, mm. honey, you're about to get schooled for real. <laughs> and the kids will school you. And, mm. and then, Mike, you also said something pivotal where you were like, 
a guy would be like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. And, you know, you walk it out of the transgender bathroom. Believe it or mm-hmm. not, it's quite a, it's some things kids don't do today. Mm-hmm. Um, they do not, quote unquote, they call it body shaming, where, you know, how everyone used to make fun of like an obese student or a student mm-hmm. that's morbidly obese. They don't do that anymore, right? Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, if you make fun of, kids are coming to the defense of that child. Mm-hmm. Completely okay. different. Also, okay. um, if the boy walked out of there and he's not gay or or, um, or whatever, believe it or not, some may side at it, side eye it, but for the most part, they go on about their business. Mm. They do. So um, just letting just letting you know that mm. again, it's it's completely it's just different now. Wow. You know, getting back to what Mike said anyway about um, the parents who said that they did not want to have certain conversations with their kids. We as black parents have had to have conversations with our kids forever about mm-hmm. dealing with law enforcement. Yeah. It's not like we, that we like the situation that it is, but we have to prepare our kids for what they may be facing when they go out in the streets with respect to mm-hmm. law enforcement. I guess this is no different. I mean, you may not want, I mean, I honestly, I, I feel a little weird about it as well. I'm glad my, my son's 27, I don't have an issue, but mm-hmm. if, I, if it was my issue, I would just, he came to me, asked me, I would just have the conversation. I mean, I had to have the, my dad had the conversation with me about police. I'm sure he didn't want to, so did my mom. But this is some, this is part of parenting, something you got to do. You got to step up to the plate and do what you got to do. Some people have the perception that black people are hypocritical in this system. Black people that complain about this or have an issue with this because they claim that we want to force our um, racial diversity on children at a young age. We want to teach critical race theory, we want to let them know. Right. All of the things that have happened throughout history. Why do we have a problem with this? So I want to go to our panel and see what you guys' uh, opinion of that is. Uh, we'll start with Constance first. She's been a little quiet tonight. What do you think about that? The people who may think that some some black people may be a little bit yeah, I know she over there smiling. Some black people <laughs> may be critical if they don't want teaching about gender gender fluidity or however you want to phrase it. But hey, talk about you know the struggles of black people. I really think as far as um, that is concerned and try to help them out. Cause that's all I can say. Cause I, like she said, I, I really didn't agree at first, but I saw this topic. I'm like, what, what, what the world? But then I thought about it. Like what she says, it's such a good point. You got to change with the times. I mean, you have to, I mean, what can you do? It's, it's happening. It's, it's just everywhere. Right. And not to go with it. It's like, I think would be a bad thing. Okay. Good points, Constance. Thank you. We'll go next to, oh, John Colquitt made it tonight. He, he was missing an action <laughs> last week, but John is back. John, uh, John, are you listening? I am. Okay, I, I gotta ask. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> hey, I'm just checking, brother, you know. You know so. First off, I want to mention that I'm jealous of that big C on Constance's wall, okay? Uh-oh. I'm going to need one of those sent to me. <laughs> we need a seat on the oh, wall. Okay. I'm sure she's got you back, John. But um, yeah, is that for yeah. Yeah. or for the last day? No. Does it does it matter? <laughs> well, you should have to That's all I'm saying. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This cat Uh-oh. is something else. This cat is something else. It's <laughs> anyway, I agree with Kelly Constance said, but I also. I also think that the uh, that the hypocritical mm. business goes the other way also. 
Okay. If you listen to what Dave Chappelle said, you saw it was a whole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And y'all yeah. mad up at him about that. Right. And he wasn't really saying nothing bad about them. I mean, but what, saying, but what, but I saw what, the special. What, but, but what do you say to the people who are not black and say that black people are being hypocritical? That's what my point is. I'm are, saying, okay, I'm saying that, that you can say the same thing about them, that they don't support black black struggles, as it were. Mm -hmm. But they want to play the role, you know, the other way, like oh, we're victims and this, that, and the other, and, and you know. So I don't know how to explain, but it, what I'm trying to say is it, it can it can flow both ways. Is my point that hypocritical business? Okay. All right. Because he's talking, you know. I know. Did you ever see the special or what the controversy was with with Dave Chappelle? Yes. He was talking about them. You know, it was the whole. I guess it's the whole white version you know the whole i don't know how to explain it but <laughs> i understand it but I, I don't know how to control uh, okay across here so you can get what i'm saying but i think we get it no problem okay uh chris Vander king what do, you, what do you say about that are we being hypocrites the ones of us that may have an issue with this not at all because if that's your issue that's your issue right and who am i to judge and say your issue is no greater or greater than mine. You know what I mean? It, it's just a personal, it's a personal, ugh, it's just personal. Um, however, I do not think, now you saying we're hypocritical to what magnitude? Is it that um, people feel that um, gays and, and, and homosexuality and all that is being forced? However, when you talk about um, African-Americans and our history and thing, we're snubbed, is that what you're saying? Well, some of them, well, some of them, what they say is, you know how, again, like we want, well, some of us would prefer that they, that they do teach some form of an accurate version of history. Trickery, mm -hmm. however you want to phrase it. And we want it done at the early level. Grade school, Correct. middle school, whatever the case may be. Correct. And they say that, okay, you want this taught at an early level, but not the gender fluidity at an early level. And it seems like, you know what, well, if it's okay for, see some people try to equate the civil rights struggle with gay rights yeah. struggle. And it's not the and, same. And it's not, it's not. Why? Yeah. Because we're, you know, but, I'm not gonna say people can change, but we're black. We we go, we gonna be who we're going to be. Correct. There's no comparison. Um, they tried to compare our um, struggle to the Holocaust. Again, there's no comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Every other race, um, of people uh, have been had an opportunity to come to this land by choice. We came by force, so it's completely right. different, right? So um, we are not being hypocritical um, from that standpoint. It's just the truth hurts, and yeah. if we teach um, critical race theory and if we teach the history the way we know or we know that it should have been written it's going to expose a lot of people. And I hate to, I'm going to call it for what it is. White America do not want to deal with the truth yet. And it's just, it's just what it is. However, being an educator for uh, 23 years, uh, I remember when I was a classroom teacher, teachers have the power. Here's why. I knew in the back of my mind, once I shut my classroom door, it was on. I'm going to give it to you. Hey, I'm going to bring it. Being an African studies minor, I'm just going to just straight give it to you. And mm -hmm. that's the way I taught. So, yes, I know what 
the curriculum, um, well, at that time, it wasn't all this extra, but I knew what I had to teach. I knew I had to meet my, my standards and my goals, but at the same time, I put a flip and a twist on it and added a little bit more to my curriculum. And that's the diversity and the flexibility that teachers have. You can add more to it. So uh, we understand what they saying, but trust me, it's some teachers out there that's gonna get down and they go bring it. They're gonna, they're gonna teach the truth. Trust and believe me. Okay, all right, thanks for that, Chris. L.A. Mike, what you got to say about that? Uh, like Christina was saying, I was probably one of them was like, you know, like I said, with this being forced on you, and I think I pointed it out to you. I said, you know, we're, we're, when you look at commercials, you know, you see it in every commercial, every advertisement, everything. And I'm like, here it is. You know, they get to pick up their own month, you know, Gay Pride Month in the month of June and get a whole month. And here it is. We get the shortest month in the history for black history, you know? So I was like, well, who, who makes that call? You know, how do they just decide, nope, we're gonna take this month, you know? And I was one of them that kind of felt that way. But if you kind of look at it, sometimes it's being brought out or portrayed that way, whereas, you know, we got to accept yours, but yet and still, we still ain't got our 40 acres in a mule. So why should I accept yours and you haven't accept mine? You know, but as she breaks it down, it makes it much more clear to understand that that's a different platform. And I think I pointed out to you from the gay community standpoints, they got money. So they do what they want to do. Until we put our dollars together and make it, you know, black dollars matter, all we could do is just sit on the sideline and, you know, just watch things go by until we fully come together as one and say, hey, you know what? We got a voice. We want to be heard too, you know, but I don't want it to be a competitive thing you know, so to speak, is how it's being portrayed out now. You know, you know um, from my standpoint, I uh, this is one thing reason why I like having a diverse crowd here because you get so much information that perhaps you didn't have. Because I, for one, came into this conversation with a staunch, resolute presupposition that this was totally unnecessary to be flooding our grade schools with this, this right. as far as this gender fluidity. Gender, I mean, I just. I just felt it was well. They've been they've been schooled to learn math, read English, science, whatever. I thought I felt that was putting a little bit more pressure on them than it was necessary. However, you know, I've been in light this evening. I didn't, you know, I, again, I haven't been in high school or grade school in quite some time, so I'm not really yeah. aware. Even my son has been out of high school for over a decade now. So, you know, it was it was, it was different even then. My son graduated in 2012 from high school. It was different even then than it yeah. is now from what I'm hearing now. So. Again, you know, I thank, I thank you for enlightening me because I thought, you know, it was just so good. I think it was overkill and I didn't think it was necessary. As far as us being hypocrites, again, like we just said, it's not the same thing. It's apples and oranges. You know, our struggle is not your struggle. You can't, I, and it really annoys me when people try to make it seem like it's the same struggle. You know, I was born yeah. this way. I can't possibly change. So that's all I got to say about that. And I see you said, yeah. And, and you know what you what you what you saying that is because and we said this before in the Black Lives Matter movement, if a police officer shoots a black man down, he's not going to say, "Hey, by the way, were you gay?" Right. You know, no, you were a black man. You're gonna get shot down. That's it. That's all. You know, won't nobody know about whatever happened until after it's over and done with. You know. So yeah, it's 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 crazy. You know, but like you said, to have a our panel here to enlighten us, to open our minds, because yeah. we don't realize sometimes we can have tunnel vision on so many different things. 
And like she said, she's been in the school system to see it. I believe if I walked to a high school now to see all that, I would be like, oh my God, what movie is this? Let me get out of here. And, you and don't want to see with your young children. And, and so uh, speaking of young children, and so um, I remember like, and this was years, many, many years ago, um, mm -hmm. when I was uh, teaching and I had parent conferences and- one of, um, we have to be, again, cognizant of the fact that we have a child that was born into or was given to, or what, you know, um, two parents of the same sex. You can't tell them not to pick or choose, or I'm gonna love this daddy more than this daddy. When they come up to school, both daddies coming to see me in my, my performance. Both daddies are coming to see my progression academically. They coming for report card pickup, just like a heterosexual family. You don't deny a child where you gotta pick one because this is wrong and they going to hell. And it, that's not for us to say. You, do you understand what I'm saying? That's right. I just need you to come get your baby before. Her. <laughs> right, right, my, right. My my gay and lesbian parents that they showed up and participated more than my heterosexual families. Mm. They were there. I mean, spot on it, engaged to the fullest. And excuse my dog in the background, but mm -hmm. they were extremely engaged. So again. We can't, we just can't deny babies yeah. and try to make yeah. young people choose. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And, and and they say that all children need love and you can't pick who to love and who not to love, you know. So you have to ride with that, you know. You don't have to like it, but at the end of the day, that's the choice that was made. Yeah. yeah. We look, all of us on this call is about 10 years out from retirement or about 10 to 15. It's, it's been one for us. This is not, yeah. we're that we're that has been generation. Yeah. The millennials yeah. are coming through with their kids and they see it completely differently yeah. than we would. So it's just yeah. what it is. And we need to or already Or I just said, or already retired. Uh, rub it in. Okay. No, I'm really, what? I'm really hating. That, no, that was, that was I'm really hating. Right rub it in like no, that. That's what I want to know. What's up with that? <laughs> Feeling really I'm some really kind of way good. about that. <laughs> Nice little conversation here, and then you got to go and cuss us out like that. <laughs> Sit back, lay back with your big C on you, over your bed. Yeah, uh huh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess the C stands for chilling, huh? No, it's saying for cash. <laughs> That's what it stands for, cash. That's what she lording over us right now. The oh, cash. It stands for cash. Oh, cash, huh? Okay, ain't nothing brave. Right. I don't know about that. Okay. Cash, yeah. candy, Constance, whatever. Oh, <laughs> well, as you know, that song means it's time for us to play our 24 second shot clock. Mr. L.A. Mike, if you please. All right, for those who haven't played this game, we're going to throw out a question. You got 24 seconds to answer to the best of your ability. My question for today. Knowing what you know now, uh, mm. what would you tell yourself at, I'm going to say at 15 years old, oh that my. you know to now? We trying to keep this clean? I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't, I, don't listen to me. I'm sorry. Bad, bad host. Bad host. 
my man was going some anyway never mind um <laughs> boy <laughs> This what you do. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Constance, can you save me here? I'm, I'm drowning here. <laughs> I really feel like I should leave you out there in that boat. <laughs> but okay, I'm gonna save you, Thomas. Um, to be honest, I did a lot of good things, a lot of smart things going back to the age of 15. I was always that good kid. Oh always, boy. Always that good kid. My, my mother was always say, you know, this is my good girl. So, so. Thomas, can um, you excuse me? I got to go get my boots. Yeah, me too. I need, some, I need my, my boots on. This. So, I got to go get my wig. That's what I want to know. Let me finish talking. I got to go get my Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know her brothers and sisters. <laughs> so, the, what I would say, I would have done more so is probably just really investigated more so as far as researching how to handle money better and, you know, knowing how to just really be on my money game better at, at the age of 15. Well, I think Rhonda said she's just going to listen tonight as well. John Coquick, you have any comments you want to make on that? Is it part of the future thing I get to come back with knowledge I got down? Sure, sure. <laughs> okay, well, I give myself every stock tip from here till now. And I'll be a billionaire three times over. It, it, always, gotta, it always comes down to money for them, don't it? There right. it is. <laughs> what else is there? I, yeah, never mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to on this. Uh, Christina, uh, can you save me this time? I just keep putting my foot in my mouth tonight. Can <laughs> are you out there? You are yeah. out there. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> I would tell 15-year-old uh, Christina to uh, trust the process and um, you're a lot smarter than you believe. And it would just be so much I will pour into her. Keep on the right path because I was something, something. So keep on that path of, of staying focused and following your dreams. Wait a minute, you were, just, the girl, you were the good girl too? Like, like Constance was? No. <laughs> no. No. Unfortunately. Well, at least you own it. You ain't gonna correct that. No. <laughs> uh, it was a little rough. It was a little rough. Okay. I gave, and and he's one of my mentors um, in education. Retired Superintendent Greg Wright. We all know him as Coach Wright. Mm -hmm. But no, I, gave, I I gave him hell, and so I'm not, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so right. no. Oh, right. oh, let me go back. Right. Love him to death. I want Coach Wright. Yes, I still talk to him. Okay. <laughs> tell him I said, hey. I'm yes, tell him I said, hey. I was his number one wrestler. <laughs> I will. <laughs> okay, well, if I had to answer this question, geez, this is this is the tough, like Chris said, there's so much I would like to. Hmm. Well, one thing I would I would tell fifteen year old me is um, don't keep leave that baseball, don't leave that baseball alone. Keep keep working at that baseball. I would have told me mm. to keep playing base basic ball. Yes. And yeah, uh, it, it, I got a little bit um, discouraged because some things that happened on the baseball team and uh, predominantly 
white school. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I stopped playing, but I would have told 15 year old me to keep pushing on and just and just stay with that, stay with that baseball. If I could see me 15 years old today. That mm-hmm. a few other things I won't mention, but that's one of the main right. things I would say. Right. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. <laughs> okay, okay, Mike, you up. Uh, I would have told 15-year-old Mike that you have a gift and a talent mm-hmm. and don't never let anyone steer you wrong, tell you that's not what you should do, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. follow your dreams, you know, and really, like Christina said, trust the process, you know, because we can all go back and say, man, if I wish I would have, could have, should have, mm-hmm. you know, and like Thomas said, you know, I played baseball, you know, I'm like, man. You know, but then there was other gifts that I knew now that if I would have, you know, stayed with it, you know, mm-hmm. I could have probably been the next Eddie Murphy, you know, or the next Kevin Hart, you know, but not trusting and believing in yourself. And when you're 15, you're not sure which way to go. You, you, no. You're just getting to learn yourself. You know, you don't know who you are. All you know is my mother and father said, you my child. That's it, you know, or you're a child of God, you know, but you don't know to figure that religious part of you out, you know, until as you get older, you know, but if I know what I know now, mm. yeah, it'd definitely be something different. If you could, so mm. we're going to start with Constance again, any any Black historical figure from any, you know, walk of life, whether it's politics, whether it's civil rights, whether it's sports, you know, uh, music, whatever, any, um, anyone. I, I really would say I would love to see that time when Dr. King and um, Malcolm X met. Mm-hmm. If I could have been there with them two met at that time, I would have loved to have met both of them and had a chance to speak with both of them. Good, all right. The question is, if I had an opportunity to go back in time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Who would I what like to see? Yeah, what, what historic black or black African American person would you like to see, meet, have a conversation with, lunch, dinner, whatever? Oh, hands down, absolutely. And Coretta Scott King, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a pioneer um, in supporting her husband in his vision. Um, she was a poised woman. And of course, she was a sorority sister. And therefore, because of who she was, um, I just would have loved to talk to her because this is a woman that never married again and mm-hmm. kept her husband's vision alive as much as she could. So just to meet and sit at her feet. And again, like I said, talk sorority talk, we, we, we would have a ball. So yeah. Okay. Okay. What's up? Right. John, you back or no? Can you hear me? Yeah, I guess you now. Go ahead, brother. You got it. You got the floor. Oh, I said I'll go back and see Black Jesus. Okay. You know what? Really? You arguing with me about Black Jesus? I'm not. Delete mute. Mute. <laughs> mute that Negro. Mute. Did you say Black Jesus? You know what, John? I quit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh my God. I'm with you, John. Yeah, I I got you, John. That's what I'm talking about right there. Some people don't believe. 
Now you're not talking about the guy that was from Houston. Good times, right? Said the wine up. You know what? Oh, I'm sorry. God. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just cutting up tonight. L.A. Mike, you got the spot. You know, maybe, maybe uh, spot. you know what? I, I would like to go back and sit down with the Black Park, uh, Black Panther movement mm. to find out, you know, the ingredients that they had to try to continue to keep it going for today. You know, because wow. the brothers was on to something. That's you did. That's they, were, they, they were feeding the, the community. You know, they were teaching them. They were educating them. Yes. It wasn't yeah. all about them, you know, toting guns. They was giving yeah. black people a sense of pride and dignity and identity to say, hey, black is beautiful. Yeah. I would love yeah. to sit down with them brothers, wrote down everything I needed to do, get the recipe, and come back today and be like, all right, we finna start this thing all over again. We're gonna yeah. do it right. Right. I, I think it's needed. Everything is needed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you, just, you just took mine, so I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. What? <laughs> Great minds think alike. That's okay. That's right. That's right. I ain't tripping. Uh, I, would, um, I would like to meet and have uh, conversations with Angela Davis. Mm. Again, it's that same time period that you were just speaking of. And yeah. it's, it's just, I think there will be so much information, so much knowledge that could be, again, helpful today. Mm -hmm. you know, it seems sometimes in some way we seem to have lost our way as we as black yes. people and, and it would be yes. a lot of a lot of those our ancestors people came before us they had they had this stuff together they had a lot more mm -hmm. stuff to go through than we do but they had a lot of stuff together and i would i would love to have uh, some conversations with her like you just mm -hmm. said about fred hampton or yeah. uh, black Panther party in particular yeah and and newton Oh, yeah, man, I would love to do some. Uh, gosh, if I had if I had the way back machine, boy, I tell you, we could all go back. Mm -hmm. I can go see Black Jesus too. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before we got it, real quick, we did. My mic not working. Huh? Nothing. I was just trying to figure out why my mic wasn't working. Oh, okay. We want to. Uh, we do want to get uh, one last thing. We want to get into our top five uh, NBA players of all time. If you guys have picks you want to offer up, that's fine as well. But um, and as a matter of fact, we'll ask you right now. If you have any picks, that's fine. If not, you know, me and Mike are going to get boxed. Constance, you get a little perplexed over there. I'm, that's a no. Oh, you know, of course, Michael Jordan is number one. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, okay. Number one. Because I would say, I would say Michael, Kobe. Okay. LeBron, LeBron. Kareem, and, and Magic. Mm. Okay. Okay, good choice. Oh, that's you like that, huh, Michael? Oh, you know, please, you know, LA Mike like that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Christina King, what do you say? If I had to what pick a team? No, no, no. You're top five NBA top five players. NBA players of all time. Oh, what? A no Pittsburgh Steelers in his list. I know. Okay, <laughs> um, definitely three out of the five. Constance said it. Definitely Michael. Um, LeBron, Kobe, Wilt Chamberlain. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he didn't get much love, but, oh, this is tough. You say, okay, can I get six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yes. Definitely, it's too many. Okay, okay, I, I'm going to start over because I got to get this up. Okay, here we go. Okay, Michael. You have the 10 oh already. 
Oh, I know, but I, see, you got Magic. <sighs> you got Patrick Ewing. Mm. You got Will. Mm. Oh, this is tough. This too, this too much. We pressure. always got to get the top five, Christine. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Again, throw, throw LeBron in there. Okay, go ahead. All right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> John Coquit, John Coquit. Uh, John Coquit. <laughs> uh, dare, I, dare I ask John Coquit? I just said the top three, John Coquit, John Coquit, and John Coquit. Yes. Wow. <laughs> John so Coquit plays the NBA? Yeah, he <clears throat> did. He slammed on Michael two times. <laughs> okay. Okay. It was all a dream. It was all a dream. <laughs> Don't pet the heavy D in the limousine. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, LA Mike, you up. My <laughs> top five. <laughs> I got to go with Magic, Kobe, Kareem, <laughs> Will Changlin, and Bill Russell. Oh, what? what? You did Bill. 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 <laughs> You any, honor, any, any honorable mentions? Uh, my honorable mention, I guess we have to put Mike on there. Yeah. Ain't that some shit? Okay. <laughs> hey, what's that dude? Hey, hey, uh, Thomas. Yeah. I watched that movie, uh, Black and White. What's that dude with uh, call, uh, Colin? Uh, Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yeah. What's that doing he like with the braids? Alan Iverson. Alan Iverson. Uh, Alan Iverson. Oh, yeah, yeah. With hey, the corn yeah. yeah. Hey, All right. Well, my five would be a little bit different from my partner here. Um, well, <laughs> 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 uh, one person that will say he does not get enough love with respect to this GOAT greatest of all time player, and that would be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He would be on my list mm -hmm. as far as top five um, NBA players of all time. Michael Jordan, I'm gonna say mm. Kobe Bryant, three. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say Magic Johnson, four. And I'm gonna mm -hmm. put Akeem Olajuwon on there. He don't get enough love either. Akeem none, none. The, the dream shake. Yeah, the, the dream, dream shake. shake. I have to have a couple of, a couple of honorable mentions because I cannot, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with leaving David Robinson off of this list. Mm -hmm. And I'm also struggling with leaving Tim Duncan off this list. So that they're going to be my my honorable mentions as far as uh, top five. No, nope. no, Doctor J. What about no, Julius Irvin? No, right? No, no. Well, uh, maybe I'll give him an honorable mention, but as far as my top five, hey, you, you know, Mike, I'm with the Doctor J. Gap from way back. Man. <laughs> I know, hey, I'm just being honest. I mean, as far hey. as you know, those other guys. I mean, I mean, like I said, Kareem is. They had to change the way they played college basketball because Kareem. Yeah. You know, they yeah. like, okay, no, because he was so dominant, you know, so, hey, and, and, and my, yeah. Jordan was as, as dominant as any player I've ever seen play in the NBA as well. Magic Johnson yeah. was, I mean, just to watch the match, Magic play. I didn't like watching him play as much when he was playing because he always beat my teams where they was really mm. equal to goals. <laughs> but I, I did uh, gain a greater appreciation for him, fortunately, before he stopped playing. But so, yeah, so I can't take anything away from, from either of those guys. I hate leaving Will Chamberlain off this list also, but you know, if you're gonna send five, he's gonna be yeah. my honorable mention. So yeah. Well, anyways, we're about to wrap it up. Uh, we're gonna give you guys an opportunity to choose to to leave us with anything. 
Um, we're gonna start with Constantine. Can you want to leave us with, or are you are you good? Uh, let me stop you right facts. there. Hold on. Let me stop oh, you right I'm there. I'm sorry. We got our Black History facts. Oh, quotes. thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. That's why you get two of us. I keep him honest. Mm -hmm. and keep me honest. Um, little known Black History facts. Does anyone have anything they want to offer up? If not, you know. We'll... Yeah. Okay. I know. I know. Constance does. Yes. So it was in the news. This was just recently. Mm -hmm. um, Miss Earth 2021 is the first Black woman in 19 years. Wow. Now, in 19 years or ever? In 19 years. Okay. The okay. first Black winner in 19 years. Okay. She is uh, from Belize. Her name is Destiny Wagner. Okay. She was crowned Miss Earth 2021. Get down. That's, that's some good stuff. Good stuff. All okay. right. Okay. Uh, okay. John Copeland, do you have anything you want to leave us? I mean, sorry, do you have a little known black history fact or no? We'll go to Christina King. Do you have anything for us? Constance pretty much said it. Um, every uh, pageant title this year uh, has been won and just taken by African-American women. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's the first time in history. I don't think so. But again, we're just still in the crowns that we know we deserve anyway. So there you go. Yeah. That's okay. It. Good stuff. Good stuff. LA Mike. Okay. Yeah. Today, Jackie Robinson and Rosa Parks would celebrate a birthday today. Hmm. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, same day. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's good. That's real good stuff there. Um, yeah. what I want to submit tonight is we were talking about Buck O'Neill and Minnie Minoso being inducted to the Hall of Fame. I don't know if a lot of people knew this. I didn't know it until I started reading about him. He signed Lou Brock to his first contract with the Chicago Cubs. Yes. Buck O'Neill. Mm -hmm. Again, I mentioned before that he was, I think he was inducted to the Hall of Fame as far as an executive a few, some years back. And I guess that's maybe that's one of the moves that kind of, kind of got him in there. So, so mm -hmm. now, anyway, so now, thanks for keeping me honest with that one, Mike. Uh, we're going to keep on. No problem. If anybody has anything that they want to leave us with, Again, we'll start with, she always first. We're going to go with Constance. You know, you got anything you want to leave with us? Well, she got that big C behind her for cash I money. I question, Thomas, actually. Remember we had the one guy on, he was talking about that he did like a movie or something? Yes. It's going to come to the channel. Do you have that information about that? I was actually going to mention that before we get off. Yes. It, was, okay. it is um, It's actually coming out on the 18th, I believe it is. It's called Disconnected okay. 2. Um, if you want information on how to get tickets, Jesus, it's at kill, uh, killing the, killing the arts tv.com. That's K I L L I N the arts tv.com. From last time I spoke with him the other day ago, he they, they do still have some tickets left. Um, he, he had like two shows and one of them was sold out, but they do have some tickets left. But it's killing the arts tv.com. That's how you can get information on how you can get you some tickets. Now, Are you gonna post it on the page? Yes, I will. I think I did. I did it the other day, but I'll, I'll post it again. Okay. Okay. Great. Thanks. But I, I know the theater location is two ten West eighty seventh Street, the Chatham Theater off the, the Expressway. Chatham. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's you know. So that's the one okay. that they got left. So anyway, so that's the information. Oh, sorry. Yeah. This premieres December the eighteenth. It's called Disconnected Two, and get yeah, that the information. Killingtheartv.com. Okay, that's all I had. I wanted to find about that. Okay, thank you. Okay, no problem. Um, Christina, you always get so much 
you know, inspirational stuff to say. She be so passionate about her shit too. She mm-hmm. her nostrils get to flaring and whatnot. She was throwing this again. <laughs> and like, go on, girl. <laughs> and so it's just the, the diction is just perfect. She just enunciated the words and she just, you know, it's yes. just it's, you know, so I'm sorry, Chris. I'm just I'm just <laughs> Like, like, right. Is he giving you a compliment or what? Right, right. Oh, like that. Of course. Oh, come on. See, Constance, see that really? See that? Is that C for controversy? Okay. <laughs> oh, wow, Michael. Okay. Wow. No, I'm just saying. I'm just the saying. shade. The shade. Wow. That good. You know what no, I think? What? I, I think moving forward, we're going to, have to try to figure out what that C stands for. Mike, that's a good, that's a good pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does controversy really stand for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> controversy? That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> I was, of course, being complimentary, Christine. Go, go right ahead. Thank you. No, just lead and continue to lead in life with an open ear and an open heart. Just always be passionate. And when somebody says something, it's their opinion. And we have to learn that it's okay not to agree, right? And so just having an open ear and an open heart leads to an open mind. So just lead with openness. Absolutely. Yes. yes. I love that. Up. Love that. That's what's up. Ellie, Mike, you up on the spot, brother. All right. First of all, I want to thank you guys once again for coming out, participating, making this show fun, educational, <laughs> and lovable. You know, we can't do it without you guys. And as Christina said, you know, if we walk around with our eyes and our ears and our mouth closed and our fists closed, we will never, ever receive what God has for us. Mm. 100. You know what, as usual, you know, I, I, it's not much I can say behind what Mike has to say. Uh, he always expresses it quite eloquently. We want to thank you guys again for uh, hanging with us. Uh, there's no show without our, our Congressional Industries Caucus. So we have to like to officially refer to you guys. All I want to say is thanks for coming again. If you like what you heard, if you like what you see, please don't be a stranger. Spread the word. You know, we would appreciate any and all help here. And we are brought to you as usual by QB Parties and Events. For all of your party needs, birthdays, uh, bar mitzvahs, anniversaries. What else, Mike? Divorce. There you go. The divorce parties, <laughs> all kind of whatever your party needs. <laughs> whatever your party needs. <laughs> the we got covered. <laughs> hey, check out at QBpartiesandevents.bpweb.com. Com, the queen we is don't want to leave anybody out. You might have to add coming out party. You got that right. You got that right. <laughs> See there? Absolutely. It, it's been me all night up to now. It's been me. I've been cutting up all night. Thank you for taking the spotlight off me, brother. Appreciate you. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. Oh, man. Oh, man. But, but as we always say in party, we'll see you guys in the streets. Hey, I'm liking that. I'm liking that she shit. Thank you guys for hanging with us. We appreciate it. You said you're liking the she shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an alpha woman. That's all I can say. I see. Don't be a stranger, Chris. We appreciate you coming on with us. Oh, much love. I'm glad I could. All right, brother. You know what? You're going to be our new Maya Angelou. 
Because you bring it every time you I, look. I receive. Look, I receive that. I do. <laughs> love y'all. Much love. Love you too. All right. Happy holidays. <laughs>